Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Tuesday, April 18th, 2023, and today is our 119th devotional. And today we're looking at the call of Andrew. And I find this call to be extremely interesting just because um, he wasn't calling him to be a disciple at this point. He was just calling him to come and see. And uh, we're still basing it off of Christ doing the work of the Father or the business of the Father. In Luke chapter 2, verse 49, it says this, And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my Father's business? And in John chapter 1, verse 37 through 39, we find the, the call of Andrew here. It says, <clears throat> And two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw them following, and said unto them, What seek ye? They say unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, being interpreted master, uh, where dwellest thou? He saith unto them, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt, and abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. And as I start to look at this passage, and, and you read uh, even further on in uh, John, the first chapter of John there, and just see what he was doing and how he was starting his ministry, it's just neat to see um, this encounter that he has with Andrew and, and how he uh, deals with Andrew. Uh, I'm sure that... Um, there were people that um, weren't quite sure about what, what Jesus was doing. Uh, they just wanted to find out a little bit more of him, of his doctrine. Um, and Jesus wasn't trying to force people to, to follow him. He wasn't trying to uh, stir up the crowd or anything. He was just being obedient to the Father. And the thing is, the, the people were coming out to see John and, and to be baptized of him, and he's telling them to repent, and they're willing to repent, but what do they need to repent of, and where do they need to turn after this? Um, it's interesting when you look at the politics and the religion of their time, uh, the politics were out of kilter. Um, they uh, were being ruled by Herod, and um, what Herod was doing, uh, he shouldn't have been the ruler in the first place, but he had, uh, what we would say finagled, uh, he had worked his way in. He had, uh, been politically savvy enough to, uh, get the appointment and he should have never had the appointment of being the governor of the area. And he goes on to, to say, I'm the king of the area, King Herod, and which is so funny because he was under Caesar uh, or under the the Roman system. And so it was just all confusing, trying to figure out who was in charge of what and why they were there. And the games they would play politically were just um, appalling, you might even say, uh, just what was going on. And so the people were discontent with the rulers that were politically over them, but they were also discontent with the religion of the day. And the religion was uh, very um, 
burdensome. Uh, there were rules upon rules upon rules. And, and it's kind of funny because even to this day, uh, when you speak with Jewish people, when you hear them talk about the rules that they have, they have some of these rules that you can't do more than this. You've got to observe that. And, uh, here are certain feast days. Here are certain things that you have to do if you want to be a person of the law. And uh, it is just so um, burdensome, you might even say, uh, trying to remember all the different laws and trying not to break any of them. And then when you have people that are looking at you, judging you for what you're doing or what you're not doing, uh, that just makes it even more uh, odious, you might say. Uh, it was just not pleasant at all. Um, and... When you look back in, in the Old Testament, it was supposed to be a blessed thing to go up to the house of the Lord, but uh, they had done what um, Eli's sons had done, and, and they had made it where the people despised going up. They knew they had to, but they hated it. For many of them, they hated it because of what the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees were doing in that day. And so you've got these people where they're sick of the politics, they're sick of the religion. And then when both of those things are out of kilter, well, the finances of the district are going to be out of kilter as well because they're not following God's law. And people were anxious for change. They were anxious for something different. And here you have Andrew and this other disciple, and they hear John the Baptist speak and point to Jesus Here's the Lamb of God, and they just start following. How did they follow? I don't know. It doesn't say particularly here, but were they just trying to get close to him? Were they following from a distance just to see where's this guy going to go? What's he going to do? And I think um, it doesn't say this here in the, this passage, but uh, Christ being who he is, he knew what was going on in their hearts. And I think he. Um, even if they were following from a distance in stealth and trying not to be noticed, he still saw their hearts and turned around and said, what do you seek? What seek ye? And uh, he was just very gracious with them, I see. He wasn't trying to be uh, overbearing. He wasn't trying to uh, force anything out of them. Um, and when they said, we want to see where you dwell, um, how you live, what kind of lifestyle you have. Uh, what was his answer? Come and see. Just come and see. And he just invited them in. And it appears to me that he just enjoyed spending time with these two. Uh, they stayed with him the rest of the day, the Bible tells us. And it was a little bit late in the day, the 10th hour. So that would have been what, about six o'clock, five or six o'clock. Um, and, and so they're, they're just enjoying time together. <clears throat> and it seems to me that that is what Christ has been about all along. He wants to dwell with us. Back in the garden, uh, he spent time with Adam and Eve, and he walked with them in the cool of the day. Um, with uh, Enoch, he walked and talked with Enoch. Um, with Noah, he was righteous and he spent time with him. Uh, every one of them going down through Abraham, Moses, uh, going down through uh, 
um, the uh, the Old Testament saints, uh, you see that God was willing. He just wanted to dwell with his people. And it wasn't um, that he couldn't dwell with them. It was their sins that separated, Isaiah says. It was their sins that separated him from them. And so what is he wanting to do in our day and age? I think it's the same thing. He just wants us to get to know him. He wants us to come and see who he is. The world has an idea of who Christ is. Uh, they have their minds made up and they have a false view of who God is. And he's just inviting us to come and see who he is. In fact, Matthew chapter 11, verse uh, 28, 29, and 30, it says this, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And, and my question to us is, are we tired of the, thing, the way things are going in our day and age? The politics, very much like in Christ, they, they're out of kilter. Um, religion in our day and age, it's out of kilter. Um, we need to get back to the Bible. We need to get back to the Word of God and put things back in order. Are we willing? Are, are we tired of the way that things in the world are going? Are we willing to take his yoke upon us? Um, most of us don't like to take on any more responsibility than what we have to. But when we pick up that responsibility willingly and joyfully, uh, it's amazing what happens to that because it uh, Oftentimes, the, the most challenging responsibility that we take on becomes the most joyous things in our life. Uh, everybody is looking for happiness, but only a few people, it appears to me, really find true joy. And it's those people who take on responsibility willingly and cheerfully and just do the job that they've been given to do. Because what does Jesus say? My burden is easy or my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What has he called us to do? To learn of him, just to get to know him a little bit better. And, and I would encourage you, take some time, get to know him a little bit better. And, and when you take up that yoke, you'll find out how easy, how light it is when you're carrying it with him. When you're carrying it on your own, it's going to be drudgery. It's going to be uh, uh, no fun whatsoever. But when you're carrying it with him, you realize how easy it is to carry uh, such a heavy load because how strong is he? He's infinitely strong. And you'll get to see and join in with some amazing things when you carry that load with him. So I hope that's an encouragement to, to you today. And uh, I know just looking at this for myself, it was an encouragement to me. So um, until tomorrow, auf Wiederhören.